Pastor Leslie Dory coming to you from Owensville Assembly of God. We want to welcome you to our broadcast on KTUI Radio. Our hope and prayer is that this ministry will be a blessing and an inspiration to your life today.
shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine, but God, who called me here below, will be forever mine. Will be forever mine. You are forever mine. Reading this morning from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 21 through 24 for our text. It says, And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. I know that we're all familiar with the childhood nursery rhyme that says, Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, that lamb was sure to go. And so we see in obedience to the law or the commandment of Moses, Mary didn't come to the temple just to dedicate a child. This was the only begotten Son of God. Mary was simply the vessel by which He came and was conceived of the Spirit of God. But we know that under the law of the Old Testament, when a child was presented to the Lord, a lamb of the first year was to be brought and it was to be sacrificed. And if the family was poor, if they could not afford one, they could bring two turtle doves or pigeons to be offered in sacrifice to the Lord. Yet the fact was that this child, this Jesus, was himself a lamb. And not just any lamb, but God's lamb. And I believe this lamb reveals to us many truths this morning. First of all, that He is the eternal Lamb. Not just one that was born among many, but He was the only begotten of the Father. He was God and was with God from eternity past. John declares in chapter 1 and verse 14, he said, We beheld His glory, which was the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And we know that He also came as a revelation of the Father to show us who that He is, to reveal all of His glory. We see that the angels announced at the birth of Christ in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23, they said, They shall call His name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Again, John declares in John chapter 1 and Verse number 18, he said, No man has seen God at any time, but the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. 
And Jesus himself said in John chapter 14 and verse 9, He said, He that has seen me has seen the Father. And so we know then that Jesus came not for his own glory to this earth, but for the glory of God to reveal him. He again says in John chapter 4 and verse 34, He said, My meat or my purpose in coming is to do the will of Him that sent me and to finish His work. Jesus even declared in John chapter 5 and verse 30, He said, I can of my own self do nothing because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. And then secondly, we see that He was the Lamb chosen for sacrifice by God. When John was declaring the coming of the Messiah of Christ, it says in John chapter 1 and verse 29 that John sees Jesus coming unto him and he says, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sins of the world. And we know also that he is typified in the offering of Isaac by Abraham in the Old Testament. God commanded Abraham in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 2. He said this, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell you of. And in verse 7, we see that Isaac spoke and he asked, my father, where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham replies in verse 8 and says, My son, God will provide himself a lamb. And we know that God did provide a sacrifice on a mountain called Calvary. This was the place of redemption. It was the place where Jesus was sacrificed and his life was given for all of us, for all of mankind and we know from history that sheep were raised around the hills of Bethlehem and they were taken to Jerusalem at the time of Passover and they were led through the gate of the city known as the sheep gate and as the priests would lift up their heads and their chin their throats would be cut in sacrifice as an offering unto the Lord and so we know in the Passover of the New Testament, we see Jesus, God's Lamb, was being sacrificed at the very same time these lambs were being slain. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, he said, For even Christ, who has become our Passover, is now sacrificed and given for us. The prophet declared in Isaiah chapter 53 when he spoke of the Messiah that was to come, the Savior. In chapter 53 in verse 7, he declared, He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is dumb or is silent. Peter reminds us in 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 18 and 19, he said, you were not redeemed or purchased with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with 
the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So Jesus paid the price by giving his life and becoming the sacrifice for our sins. In verse 20, the writer says that he was foreordained even before the foundation of the world, but he was manifested in these last times for you. We see that all the lambs that were sacrificed for sin and atonement throughout history could not do what the sacrifice of this one lamb accomplished, Jesus Christ, the one and only sinless lamb of God. And then thirdly, we see that His is the lamb of the first Passover. God commanded the children of Israel in the book of Exodus in chapter 12. He said this, He said, Your lamb, the Passover lamb, shall be without blemish and a male of the first year. He went on to say that the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. He said they shall eat the flesh in the night, roasted with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. This blood that was sacrificed and was shed was a covering for sin. It was a shelter from the wrath of God that would come upon sin. And God did the same for us through the offering and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ because we had the guilt of our sin upon us and the wrath of God upon us because of sin. But Paul said in Romans chapter 5 and verse 9, he said, much more than being now justified or made right by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. He says in chapter 8 and verse 2, He said, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ, Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and the law of death. And so we see as the Passover was eaten with bitter herbs, Christ partook of the bitterness of sin and suffering for us. For the writer again says in 1 Peter 3.18, For Christ also has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, for you and I, that He might bring us to God. And we see that as the Israelites ate of the flesh of the Lamb, so we too must partake of Christ as our source of life. In John chapter 6, Jesus was speaking in, in symbolic terms when He said this, Whosoever eats My flesh and drinks My blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For My flesh is meat indeed, and My blood is drink indeed. He that eats My flesh and drinks My blood dwells in Me, and I in him. Jesus was talking about that living relationship we have with Him when we accept His sacrifice, amen, for us because of sin. And we see that also that Jesus is the Lamb of the last Passover. We know that Jesus sat down with His disciples on that last Passover evening before His death and partook of that Passover with them. 
And Jesus told them this in Matthew 26, 29. I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Jesus was the one who cried on the cross and declared, It is finished. The writer in Hebrews 10 and verse 10 says, We are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. No longer do lambs have to be offered and and sacrificed for sin. We do not have to bring an offering. We do not have to bring a sacrifice because God, through His Son Jesus, provided the sacrifice for us on Calvary some 2,000 years ago for our salvation. And the writer said in Hebrews 9.26 that now, once in the end of the world, has He appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of Himself. And in verse 28 He says, Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for Him shall He appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And there's that great scene in heaven in Revelation chapter 5, verses 11 through 18, where John declares this, He said, I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which was in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. Amen. So in closing, my friend, Jesus was not just sacrificed and given for the sins of the entire world, He was sacrificed and shed His blood for you, that you might be saved and have hope of eternal life. And so I encourage you to call upon Him today as your Savior and Lord. For the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. May the Lord bless you today is our sincere prayer.
for tuning in to our broadcast today. If you would like to worship with us, we're located at 302 North Cuba Street in Owensville. On Sunday morning, we have Christian Life classes for all ages at 9.30 a.m., followed by morning worship at 10.30 a.m. Sunday evening worship is at 6 p.m., except on the fourth Sunday of each month when we host a Christian film and fellowship at 4 p.m. Wednesday evening Bible study is at 6 p.m., and you can find our Facebook page at Owensville Assembly of God. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your morning. The Lord bless you is our prayer. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert.
Blessed be the name. 